Yo, Manny, can you throw me some of that buffalo smoke on? Rolling, bro. Just a, just a little nug to throw in the bong. Today, Junior, you still got that sad little fucking stoner face depressed on you. <laughs> little sad puppy. Where'd that go? Hey, we're here live on Grow with the Flow. You ready to do this? Are you playing? Yeah. Are you recording? And we are rolling, 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 Hey, 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 ladies and gentlemen, that was One Soul with Live For Today, super inspirational jam. Everything I hear from them just really starts this podcast off right, all the rehearsals and everything, but this is episode number two on Grow With The Flow. Man, I got to tell you, Dan, I had a little bit of a scare this morning. I know we were going into this episode about pH, and I've been on this kick trying to test my pH and stuff, and so I pissed in a red cup this morning, maybe like thrice after all that coffee i threw down i know that pisses you off because we didn't get you a coffee this morning i'm so Assholes, sorry man. i'm so so sorry <clears throat> started off but, my day wrong but dude i started off my day wrong my ph came out at like five eight five nine which makes me a little oh, acidic shit. so i'm a little scared i hope it uh corrects itself by the end <laughs> of this episode man but uh yeah so uh that's what's going down today this episode is all about all about pH. All about pH. Welcome P-H. back, guys. Glad to have our second episode in recording. I'm Farmer Dan. That, that was Cantalos. Here for another episode with you guys. Going to go over a little bit of pH for you today. A little bit of hydroponics and what it, what it means for hydroponics. Who, what, where, why, when, uh, as well as our bodies. Carlos is pretty into his body right now and wants to check his pH in his body and my body, baby. <laughs> well, <clears throat> what is it like? Low low pH means like cancerous or something like that, or higher possibility yeah. for cancer. The high uh, higher pH more of a fight off for cancer or something like that. We'll go into yeah. that later. Blah 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 blah. Acidity, we're gonna, alkalinity, all that stuff. Yeah, we're gonna go over a lot of things today. Uh, had some fires up north in Northern California. A couple of those burning up real good. Had a fire in my neighborhood. That was crazy. Had to take off. That was nuts. Uh, yeah, it was definitely a wild weekend. Damn, dude, we just found out yesterday that, uh, or yeah, last night that the property next door to us going up for sale. So the people donated it to a church, and now the church is selling it. Mm-hmm. When I've been telling my wife, we should just ask. We should just ask. We should just ask how much they want. But nope, nope, nope. And now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure which on one you're uh, more upset about, the coffee or the church uh, scoring that property next door to you. Dude, no. <laughs> you just brought me down on both of them, dude. Dude, but you look great. Oh, thanks. You look great. Appreciate it. We still love you. Thanks. Manny yeah. loves you more than anyone. Uh, so we've been pretty busy in the shop this last week. Had uh, Manny here doing some random shit. Nobody really cares, but he was here. Manny was fucked up, dude. <clears throat> dude, I caught him so high. Manny I was ma- useless. <laughs> I made some uh, 
Coconut oil. I'm just kidding, man. You're not useless. We love you, bro. Bullshit. He, he was useless. He was laying on the floor by freaking 10 o'clock. Like, dude. <laughs> man, he was laying on the trim floor by 10 o'clock. Hey, sorry if you guys hear some noise in the background. The trimmers are here right now trimming up some trimming up some but, fire. I mean, you really you roofied him the first day, though. Dude, that's what you he got thought. Him. I mean, you got Man, him. his eyes were closed. He didn't even know what he was. He couldn't make full sentences. Was it was bad. bad. He it was, was talking. So funny. His mouth was moving, but he wasn't saying nothing. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. I wrote, no, literally, I looked over and he was like, <laughs> yeah, he made a noise. <laughs> he didn't even know what he was saying. It was great. It was it's, awesome. It was odd because normally he does not shut the fuck up. Yeah, it was I mean, great. He's got something to say to everything and everyone. Oh, it was weird. It was like yeah. he ate a cat. He ate a cat. <laughs> he must have saw the rake. I oh. gave it to him with that controller. Yeah. He's got his headphones in acting like he can't hear us, but he's we there. Him up. Got yeah. Silent Manny here. A couple other guys. I don't know if they want, don't know if they want their name being said. But no. dude says hell no. The other guy shakes his head. What what sign are you, Eddie? Scorpio. Oh, you gotta yeah. edit that out, dude. <laughs> Scorpio. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up. I like my son's that's, a Scorpio. That's hilarious. My first son, Gabriel. Oh, is a Scorpio. Yep. So things have just been rolling here at the shop. Deadly you know, when provoked. One yeah. thing after another. Deadly when provoked. Our filters are starting to get a little clogged up, or not not clogged, but slowing down. So we need to order some of those. Always got to keep up on that stuff. Yeah. Did some undercutting. Uh, had to do some flushes on some reservoirs. The PPM was getting pretty high. Uh, above what we like seeing so had to uh fill up some fresh water flush that shit out get it back down to normal plants are all happy everything's looking good we're going to do some cloning today really interesting the mom rooms lately i one mom room was the humidity's rocking like normal like uh, between 50 and 60 oh, really keep, kind of keeping it in there and that the other room was at 38 when i came in the other day huh Dude, it's just that's a, that's why it just completely looks like shit. Like just from the humidity, just not being an optimal level, like in a tropical environment, it's just fucking, dude. You could just see it, huh? You know, and I so I turned the humidity back up, and you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I, m- most most people can't see magic, but I could see magic, and I could see the the magic of the plants turning green immediately as soon as the humidity reached back up to fifty, sixty. They started greening up. Oh, happy and shit. Away. Yeah, nice. Did you figure out what it was, or was it just a, just a on setting? The, I don't know why the, the setting got. Oh, it got turned well, down because because that the one circuit, the fan that we had in there before wasn't circulating. Uh-huh. So I put a new fan in there and that was replaced it. everywhere. And so with the circulation, it just changed the humidity huh. big time with with the setting on the dehumidifier. Strange. So I had to turn the dehumidifier back up. Very strange. Never too low. Just to compensate for it. But anyways, everything looks good. Nice. Uh, so you hit- throwaways today, all that shit. Taking some cuts with you, bro. 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 You know, Bada. Okay. Got some blocks yeah. soaking. Yeah, the, the moms look killer, dude. They're fucking massive. They look all super healthy. I don't know what you've been doing, pissing in the reservoirs. Who knows? But yeah. they, they're looking killer, dude. They're looking real good. Thanks. I remember a couple months ago we had that convo after, after I did the takeover in there. And, you know... I took some major responsibility in there after you showed me that one picture of that dude in Nevada. Yeah, Farmer of, Lou. Farmer Lou out of uh, THC. THC, yeah. He had some fatties, dude. Yeah. Some BBCs. They're I was like, huge. whoa, those stocks are big, bro. Yeah, made us a little envious. So a little inferior. We've been trying to kick it up a little, a little bit, Carlos. I had some stock envy. Carlos has been kicking it up big time in there. 
So uh, definitely getting that veg and that mom kicked off right back in order, you know. So Carlos, you had this weekend off. What what, what exciting? You, you got a you got a wrap around your hand right now. You've been you know. fighting, kickboxing, jujitsu. Oh, oh, okay. So we braved the uh, the bad air quality from the fires, and uh, my niece had a, a birthday party. We rented some some of these giant backyard water slides. I mean, she has a huge backyard too, with one tree and just all flat and level. So. We were ripping it up, and they threw some soap on this one slide, and this kid looks at me, and he's like, look what I can do. And he, like, slides on his knees, you know, like, ah, oh, just fucking spread eagle, like, Whoa, feel the glory. So I tried to get a little glory. <laughs> like a glory. badass? Yeah, like a total little badass. And You know, I'm the only adult out there for some reason. That's not weird. You know, and even the kids are, like, talking to their parents, like, Uncle Carlos goes out there. Why don't you? And they're just looking at me like, ah, Carlos, put your shirt on, bro. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. So it was like... They got a little that bit of justice because suddenly at the very end, trying to do what that other kid was doing, trying to be cool, and I drug my hand behind me, felt a little pop, came up, my thumb was a little loosey goose, and didn't <laughs> want to cry in front of everybody, but I had to walk over to the side and make some adjustments. And wow. this to say, I didn't, I didn't uh, do any more water sliding. Is it still a swollen like a man's hand? Yeah. 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 Damn. I thought it was going to be something cool like jiu-jitsu like or I mean, fighting, beat no, some dude's ass or nothing. No, uh-uh, uh. no, water sliding with a bunch of little kids. Yeah, yeah just well, sucking my thumb. Fucking spraying very it. Very nice, very nice. Sucked a little too hard. Well, anything else? You guys go riding this weekend? You got that bike all fixed up. Right? Yeah, the, the dirt bike thing's strong. We're going to go tonight, actually, and um, do an arena cross practice for Tiger. Uh, at that same track you were talking about, or you yeah. went to? Nice. Mm-hmm. <coughs> pretty nice new track out at Prairie City, guys. Check it out if uh, you guys are dirt bikers out there. I know um, they really want to get the word out there. They got a couple tracks around Sacramento, Marysville track, E Street track, but it's a brand new arena cross track, and it's really cool for kids. So uh, spread the word. Nice. Check it out if you're in Prairie City. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, this weekend uh, I went to the Secret Sesh up in my area. If you guys don't have one around you, look it up. I'm sure there's some in, in uh, Sacramento, Humboldt, Shasta. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're everywhere. All throughout northern, southern, central California. Um, check them out. They're real cool. Walking around, getting some good prices on stuff. You know, we, we've done vending there a couple times. But this time I just felt like going, hanging out. The wife was gone, sent her down to Santa Cruz because the smoke was so bad up there. And went and checked out the sesh and really had a good time got a bunch of edibles <coughs> had some uh, edible tacos there those were really good and i ate like four of them mm. feeling good slept good that night but you know it was just it's the weekend i work so you know it sucks to be there until nine or i mean sorry not nine ten eleven twelve o'clock at night go home shower up again be ready for work at five o'clock in the morning the next day <coughs> it's hard so uh i kind of sat it out this time maybe next time or if they change it the weekends or something might check that out. You that's, know. that's cool though that you guys you got that Santa Cruz uh, Reading NorCal connection going on where your wife can just just zip up to Santa Cruz. Yeah, and, you know, get exactly. away from home. It's like a home get away, away from, from home. all the fire and everything. Which yeah. brings us to something else that happened <clears throat> happened this weekend. All the car fire and everything's going on up north, but three houses down from us in our neighborhood, freaking caught on fire. Yeah, the Perez family, huh? Uh, yeah, I believe it was the Perez's or something like uh, that. But anyways, I, I just got home. <clears throat> uh, wife was going for the walk with the baby and gets to the top of the hill, Cosby, and the neighbor's house is on fire. So I run down in the truck, go check it out, and sure enough, the freaking whole yard and the house, everything was on fire. So I called the fire department, 
And by the time I hung up the phone, they were already coming down the road. I'm sure someone else called in, but they were quick, had huge crews there. I'm sure some of the crews getting off the car fire and the Northern California fires were coming down, and it was pretty much off of Highway 5 on their way down. And there was a, Even had inmate crews out there, man. It was crazy. Really? It was nuts. My wife tripped out. <laughs> we were driving back. That's awesome. We, we packed up and took off, and then... Uh, because it, it was too close, oh, and the winds gosh. were just crazy. All the, you know, all the fires going on. We're like, we're not risking it. We grabbed our stuff, took off, and uh, we we came back when <clears throat> the road was open again. And we came back and we're driving down the road and drive by the house that's on fire. And there was a fire crew out there, and you know they were in orange. And she waves, and they're all happy and waving and everything. And I'm like, yeah, those are inmates. What? <laughs> are you serious she just starts freaking i'm like yeah those are inmates are you serious that's bullshit it's like why are they bullshit you know they're they're fi- they're helping us out they're getting she trained probably got the perv vibe she probably like waved it's like wait those dudes all just like super happy yeah, i just waved at yeah. them but no they're i mean they're heroes to us could you imagine like, to me they're still like, heroes oh these guys are heroes let's go down there and hand them out joints yeah <laughs> <laughs> hand out the firefighters joints. wait a minute hey, these are inmates <laughs> they, <laughs> Uh, that's, that's why the cops right here. Why they? Why do he take them. that joint and put it up his butt? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> too much. Too much. But yeah, that's what's been going on the last week. A uh, little garden. <laughs> I've been taking care of my parents' uh, uh, farm while they've been gone. They went to Oregon to some Earth Festival or something uh-huh. like that. And uh, I've been taking care of their farm, their horses, their goats, their dogs, their chickens, their pigs. Dude, I don't know how you do it, bro. I mean, you must really love it. And their garden. Actually, uh, the mornings yeah. aren't bad because I just feed. I just throw some alfalfa or whatever the hell it is out to the goats. The pigs already filled up. Their bins already filled up, so they last pretty much a week. Uh, the horses, I just give them a lick of hay and some feed that's already out there. And the chickens, I just throw them some feed and I'll just get their give eggs them a lick in the evening. Yeah, so in the morning it's real quick. The dogs don't eat all their food, so it's just real quick. Turn off the water from the night before and then evening time, man. I, uh-huh. Last night it was kind of nice, you know. Got there a little later, six o'clock ish, and just kind of brought the dogs with me. Let them run around. Took care of all the animals, watching all the ducks in the yeah. pond, going after all the feed, all the chickens running around, all the goats. You know, it's just it, it's enjoyful. Dan, you know? it really speaks to your passion that you do all this, and then you drive like two hours to get here, and you don't have a sign on you that says it. I just have to figure this out over the course of a couple, a year and a half. All the stuff you do crazy it is dude it's crazy like fucking pigs fucking goats dogs my mom's farm but my wife's my wife's in santa cruz i just had a baby (laughs) i drove two and a half hours to get here let's get this shit done fucking bam let's make sure we get two and a half to three pounds of light on our one plant and then uh (laughs) drive all the way back home to check on my little garden at home fucking do it all over again and have a baby it was strange like my my parents are like in a fire want my wife to do it but she was like eight months pregnant and they had her watch the farm and everything like that and now she's like just had her baby two months ago and they want her to watch the farm and so she took out to santa cruz while they were gone didn't tell her anything and then yesterday she told them like yeah he's taking care of the farm don't worry he's taking care of everything's fine he enjoys it blah 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 because they wanted to stay till Wednesday. Because first yeah. it was Monday, then it was Tuesday. Now it's Wednesday, and uh, and so I texted them, and they're like, "No, we're on our way back. It's fine. We'll be back there. We'll be we'll be back tonight. And that's, so they'll be back today, Tuesday. You know." And it's like, "Really? I can take care." But they they said this is I got too much on my plate. And it's like, "No, 
I just really he don't likes want his like plate full. Yeah, I like my. I mean, keeps me busy. Uh, What's that thing about idle hands? As the devil's workshop. Yep. Um, always gotta keep busy. Uh, always gotta keep busy. Man, yeah. my mouth is fucking. As you were telling me about the Perez family, uh, the f- the people next door or whatever. That actually, I remember it said God, Perez or no. whatever. Mother. I remember that that uh, that farm that got busted in in Galt. California, they were. It was a Prez family That's farm. That's where Manny's from. The hood, yo. Manny, rep golf. Manny, Manny. He nope. loves golf. He loves golf. He does. He likes Lodi too. He thinks it's like fucking the hood, bro. You would like golf. You would. <laughs> you would. You would really like golf. I think you'd be surprised. It's fucking. Manny's always talking shit. It's a nice town. Um, <sighs> but anyways, but, uh, back to my point about my parents' farm. Okay. Before we start rambling off, we can get high and do that in a minute. Yeah, dude, we need to. But I went and checked out my parents' farm because I'm taking care of it, and I gave my stepdad a bunch of plants. I gave him one of my buenuelos from North Star Genetics. I gave him a couple of my gelato OGs I made, uh, one or two and three. Uh-huh. Uh, and I gave him a CBD cut from my buddy down in Santa Cruz. Uh, uh, so he had – that's three. And then I gave him two more. I believe a Mendo Breath. And possibly, oh yeah, Grand Puba. Okay. From North Star Genetics as well, and uh, dude, they're massive. They're huge. It's awesome though. He's got it all kind of gated in with some old uh, uh, metal roofing stuff. The corrugated roofing. It's all fenced in all the way around. And there's freaking. He's got pepper plants grown in there. Huge pepper plants. He's got a this massive thing of uh, uh, cucumber. That's just like going all over the ground Which through there. I think it's super smart. All you outdoor growers have other crops around your marijuana because you'll know if you have pests because they'll yeah, go for they're the gonna food go first. For the, the, yeah, they're going to go for that stuff first. They're going to go for the, the vegetables and the crop food that they know has nutrients and food in it before they start going after your plant usually most of the time with most oh. pests. It's really cool to hear stories about George because, uh, <clears throat> fuck, dude, first-time growers getting yeah. off this hard, boom. It's awesome, you know, dude. They're really, huge. He must be listening, and he must really appreciate it. Yeah, so, you know, but he, they're on vacation, cannabis. so I, I was taking care of it. So when I, he gets back today, I'm going to let him know that we're, we're about to go into Flower Man and start cleaning that up because there's a bunch of branches that are real low and everything, falling on the ground almost. Just clean yeah. all that up, man. Let's get it all get it all ready for flowers so that you just kind of got to walk away and keep it watered, trellis it up, and boom. Mm. I think I'm going to have him put a trellis over the whole top of the, the, uh, the thing, you know, about six foot tall or something like that, the enclosure. Just wrap it? Yeah, just so it's goes yeah. straight up into the trellis. He doesn't have to worry about the tall stuff too much. But, man, they're looking great. They're looking awesome. So yeah. I mean, you know, the, 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 the shitty part about growing outdoors is just like indoors. All that shit in the center is just useless. You're yeah. Gonna, if you don't get it out, you're going to have a bunch of fucking – you might get a 10-pound plant, but fucking what? 30% of that is going to be larf. <laughs> you know? Excuse me. So you might as well just cut the fuck out of it and trellis it like you're saying. Like, treat it like an indoor. It's a huge indoor plant. Yeah. So this is my first time outdoor, too. So I've been kind of following Car- Carlos's lead on this. And uh, I got two plants that are pretty big. But, damn, dude, I, my plants were way bigger than than my stepdad's when uh, I put mine in. And he put his in the ground with pig shit, dude. Just yeah. pig shit out of the, he, the – from last year, you know, just been sitting out in the weather or whatever like that. Just piled mm-hmm. up and – Brought it over to the back area, all fenced it all in and everything, and old is a pig shit. Yeah. And it is doing awesome. Dude, these plants are huge, two or three times bigger than mine already when I gave them to him when they were about a foot and a half tall. 
Yeah, as they get bigger, just try to keep that root zone as cool as you can. Yeah. When they're, you know, blooming hard. Yeah, so I've been flooding them when I've been watering them and everything, just flood the hell out of them. But it's it's really cool to watch it happen and everything. And it's crazy, too, because I grown all those strains indoor as well as a couple plants that I took home here. I got a white buffalo and some some of that grapefruit juice here we Uh got going on here. And, dude, the white buffalo grows <clears throat> super strong, straight up, rather than all spindly and kind of out like a bush. It's grow, It grows completely different, you know. It's incredible, yeah. you know. And I grow it two different places indoor, you know, under the LEDs and then under here the HPS. And the outdoor is completely different, you know. It's incredible. It's, it's interesting cool. to see how plants, strains, uh, their phenotypes adapt to that to the different environments like yeah you put mendo outside and it starts flowering it was early. crazy yeah i got the one mendo breath I mean, that pre-flowered so a while ago i had the same issue and then that cut that i brought you or i'm bringing you jake's breath uh-huh uh I'm, I'm pretty sure it's got mendo in it because they put it outside and it flowered flowering early as well yeah, so it's just you know, it's, it's interesting. So it's getting you know, time for me to buffalo seems like it thrives outside. Add some top, top dressing to it and everything. Start as as we go into flower here. So get excited for that. So you're not going to use any salt based foods. I plan on not doing it. Everyone's telling me, oh, use salt, uh, yeah. use salt based. You're not going to get any terps. But I don't know, dude. I've been seeing yeah. some people that are organic. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to get in contact with this guy that's all organic and everything to see what I can do for top crops and everything like that. Because I made some really good soil. I mean, it's it was pretty hot, really hot. I know that, but I'm, I'm sure it's starting to get depleted and everything. I mean, I'm only suggesting like a little Moab, you know, just some just micro. Uh, if I can find something organic that's like Moab, I'll rock with it. You know, but I really want to stay organic, and and the hard part is the timing with the organic. Cause it's the breakdown time. Yeah, you know? that's something so. I'm gonna have to figure out. But you know what? It's my first time. It's but. not. I don't need it for anything. You know, it's just for fun. And if it turns out boof, I'll just get it all extracted. And here's another big tip, dude. Is I got you know, the, towards the end, a lot of people what what will happen dude, is we'll start that to get four weeks, dude. We'll start to get rains. You know, don't be greedy. Don't get greedy at the end and try to let it go a couple, three extra days or something, and it'll fuck up everything because you'll hit that rain and it'll fucking just fuck your plants up. I'll just throw an umbrella over They'll start fucking, they'll start doing the larf and all that shit. Don't you, trip, don't trip. You know what's an umbrella. But it happens. It happens to the best one. I'm telling you, the rain will come from nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially with all those fires and shit out there. So just yeah. be real aware of that. All right, Secret man. Weather. We're getting a little rambly. Let's yeah. smoke on something smoke. here, man. I'm ready for a smoke. We're going to be smoking on some Afku. I picked up some of the, at the secret sesh, picked up some uh, Afku rosin. I think it was fresh frozen. It <clears> looks <throat> like lip balm, dude. Yeah, it it's looks crazy like color. It's up, like, that, like uh, beeswax or something. Yeah, like lip balm. beeswaxy. Burt's Bees. We're smoking Burt's Bees over here, guys. It's got an awesome color to it. You know, it, it kind of falls apart. It's like little slabs, but it falls apart as you pick it up and everything. Kind of like crumbly, but... A lot better than crumble, but it's uh, extracted by uh, Friendly Frog Extracts up there in Northern California. Uh, check them out on Instagram, Friendly Frog Extracts. Shout out to them. This is fire. We've been chiefing out the last couple days here. Friendly Frog. It's got a real strong too much nose. And it'll turn you into a toad. Give it so a little, good. I got some like allergies going on with this trim here, so you got to give it a little smell. That's what me. that's what it was like for so, Manny. I felt like Manny was turning into like the grand toad, like just like this, like the toad that you just want to like. If you lick him, you're going to get a high. Yeah. He was fucking sweating. 
cannabis. So that's the strain we're smoking on today, uh, Afku. It's uh, believed to be Maui Haze by uh, Afghani Indica, the land race Indica. And so it's uh, a very strong Indica, about 80%. It definitely works for me, you know what I'm saying? I can't really smell right now, but when I was messing with it yesterday, it's got a super skunky smell. <clears throat> strong, sharp, piney smell to it. Oh, man, you get really... Really opens up your nasals actually when you give this a smell, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow, yep, that's real good. Mm-hmm. Real I like good. that. So yeah, we're gonna hit the dab rig on this. See if we can get two hits out of it, maybe. Instead of heating it up twice. So, uh, hey, you want to go ahead and give it a little smell and tell people what you smell on that while I heat this up real quick? Mm. It smells super terpy. Yeah, that's what I like about that that rosin. It's got that real terp, terpy smell to it. Yeah, real. I've been following these guys for a while. Really haven't bought nothing for them, so I was I was stoked to just be a bystander this time and actually buy something. You know, what what trips me out is how blonde it is. It's almost white. It really does look like a like a bee like bee semen or something like that. If if there is such a thing, it's, it's really really. It's like. It's like the purified beeswax, you know, when you get like the base yeah. beeswax, it's, it's like that, that it's, natural color. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like, you know. All right. Yeah, I'm going to let my tongue and my lungs be the judge of it. We'll give Carlos a dab first here. La, 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 la. All right. So yeah, I'm going to dab it out. This is for you, Phoenix. Boom, dab to the left. Oh, my gosh. A dab to the right. And now a real dab to the center. Very nice, very nice. Damn, Carlos. You didn't finish your buddies. Don't put your hand on top of that, dude. You tried to do that. Oh, man, that would have been bad. That was a gimp hand, too. That's my gimp hand. I'll finish it, man. I don't need the full ripper. I'm all stuffed up anyways. Hear that? You see his face when he makes those noises. (coughs) I can definitely taste like the lemon off. (coughs) Super clean, man. You know what I <coughs> what I love about those old school land race crosses, <coughs> some old school Maui haze crosses and stuff. There's that I don't know what it is like that super glue has it, <coughs> this afku has it, where it just <coughs> kicks you in the throat. Yeah, you know, like that. It's that even pine? though you're it, 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 you've been smoking a long ass time, experienced smoker is still. <coughs> Burns you in the throat like you're you're inhaling sap smoke or something, you know, pine sap smoke. Yeah, I feel like it polishes the throat. Fucking <laughs> damn! It treats my throat like it's a hardwood I floor. I love it. You wow. guys, you guys did an awesome job. You guys did a great it. job on that, friendly frogs. Great yeah. job on that. So follow them I mean, on Instagram. It really looks just like fucking top notch bubble hash that you can fuck. I mean, <laughs> that same blonde color. Yeah. So they they said it's fresh frozen up. So I'm not sure if it's fresh frozen bud that they make in the bubble hash and press that or they press fresh frozen bud 
<laughs> it's filtered. I don't see any bug particles or anything in there, so it looks pretty. <laughs> it looks pretty good. So that's pretty good indica. So that's gonna yeah, slow really us down pretty good. And uh, so that was Afghan. Yeah, I was a I was a, a, a cross of a Afghani indica land race strain and a Maui haze. Allegedly, awesome. they don't know which Afghani strain, but just a Afghani strain that strong indica. Right on, right on. Sort of, uh, I have a little fact about Afghanistan, just to cover some international news. I'm gonna hit that right now. Afghanistan. Some Afghanistan. <coughs> Are we in war with Afghanistan, <coughs> or you got some other news? Some other news. It's still super illegal there, uh-huh. but in 2010 they were the largest producer of cannabis in the world. But now with the big cannabis boom, um, that's changing all the time. Huh. But you could still go there and like you know, you might do some jail time if you get caught, but you can you go there for vacation because everybody's always taking a vacation to Afghanistan. Yeah, right. And you could uh, you could still get hash for I'm pretty sure it's called a tour. You know. <coughs> a tour to Afghanistan. Yeah. <coughs> but you can get an ounce of you know good quality hash for like a hundred bucks there. Something yeah, like I'm pretty sure they all get shipped like Morocco and such, right? Well, for the big Morocco trade. Boom. <coughs> so currently, according to High Times, at least by the end of 2017, Morocco was the largest producer of cannabis. So they've overtaken Afghanistan, bigger than Israel, bigger than <coughs> bigger Canada, than the America, United, United States. Bigger than, uh-huh, wow. bigger than Mexico, bigger than Paraguay, impressive. bigger than Colombia. Yeah, you know what? But my, we'll see at the end of this year because I'm sure somebody's going to, you know, yeah. neck and neck. I mean, my brother, he was in uh, he was in the Army, uh-huh. and he did two tours, Afghanistan and Iraq. And he told me in Afghanistan, dude, everywhere you went when you're like up in the mountain areas, not down in the low areas in the low desert, but in the foothills and the mountains and shit, he's like, all it was was cannabis crops and poppy seed crops. That's Damn. all it was. He's like, yeah. it was It was crazy, dude. I mean, they're in a huge... That's all these wars are drug wars, pretty much. I mean, it, I guess so. Well, they got they, created they, by but, their drug but market. But they, they, weren't, they weren't going through and killing and, and arresting any of the people, the farmers. Because yeah. I mean, to them, it's still well, legit. It was it was whatever. You know, that's that's a normal thing in, in Afghanistan and Afghanistan <laughs> culture is to grow that stuff and, <laughs> and it, grow that's those two crops. That's where their money's made. Yeah, exactly. That's where they're... I mean, they don't make a whole lot of... I'm sure what people would think. So who's controlling you know, they're, the, they're number one. the poppies and the cannabis there is pretty much controlling the territory there. Uh, yeah, not really because it's all super small farmers that they don't they don't want the terrorists there either. They're like, get the fuck out of here because you guys are taking over my land as well to try to keep it as yours what? to try to get this profit on it. I mean, somebody's making a lot of money off those. Poppy yeah, but fields. he said that they were just walk, he would they, he said they would just be trooping through poppy seed fields with troops or, or not or his troops would be walking through poppy seed fields or whatever and. There'd be just the farmers that are working on their fields. Well, I, I've heard that that a lot of troops were there to protect poppy fields. That a lot of their orders were protecting <coughs> certain poppy fields based on their interests. I don't know. Anyways, okay. that's fucking well. Going deep, whole, dude. Uh, <laughs> going. Yeah, deep. and that's not where I want to go, bro. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Afghanistan. Hey, dude, there's war, weed all over the world, legal or Ill, illegal. Um, people are still producing it, and. Uh, you know, according to, uh, I love you know. it, man. Prohibition is falling. Yeah, it really is all across the world. And but I feel what's like crazy is it's super illegal in 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 Texas. places where it, it originated <laughs> oh, from. Shit. Yeah, like Afghanistan. Like Afghanistan. I mean, what uh, the fuck? Dude, that's, that Kush comes from Afghanistan. Yeah, 
Like it's amazing how many cannabis strains there actually are. India, Himalayas. There's Af- or there's uh, not Afghani necessarily, but there's land race strains there. China, all over the world. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Africa has got a bunch of land race strains. Congo, all that everywhere. It is. It's pretty crazy. It is. And so they, they these grow wild land race strains that have been there for hundreds of thousands of years. I'm sure, and it's illegal. It's a plant. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it is crazy. Also crazy is some fires that's going on up here in Northern California. The whole freaking North State is on fire, dude. Got some car fire going on in my area, literally 15, maybe 20 miles from me. The end of my road, out where I live, got closed off. Oh, excuse me. Chugging this water for this cotton mouth. I mean, it's... Even right now, it's pretty bad. The The fire line has came back down to the area where the road is blocked off again. So uh, we're still not completely out of the clear yet. We're, we're safe, but not out of the clear. It's it's nuts, dude. The, yeah. the smoke is like you think it's crazy down here in, in, in the SAC area. But up northern California, man, where I live right now, I feel bad for my dogs right now outside in the kennel. That's if, how smoky it is. I wonder how that uh, the smoke's affecting people's outdoor grows. I don't know. I mean, it's really not. I, I think it's going to give that a nice smoky flavor. <laughs> Shit. Uh, that, like but wouldn't that be nice though? Yeah, like kind of that smoky oaked flavor to it, like a fine wine, like a fine fine whiskey, fine cannabis. Maybe. Yeah, like you uh, uh, making noises over there. Oh man! <clears throat> but yeah, the car fire. Right now, it's at 167,000 acres, only 47% containment. That's pretty good for the last couple of days. Definitely been uh, been uh, getting some containment under there. Uh, so I think it's three firefighter fatalities, I believe, so far. Uh, rest in peace, guys. You guys are heroes. To everybody still, uh, one fatality on a, a dozer. The operator, he was 81 years old. Insane. You know, just out there helping mm-hmm. out as a dozer operator. And uh, I believe it rolled over on him and... He passed away. You're a hero too. Mm-hmm. Uh, grandma and her grandkids. Yeah, the uh, there was a, a grandma and her, her her two grandchildren. I think there was was there a, a guy that went to help, and then he came yeah, back. Yeah, so and his her the grandpa he he went into town to help out, be volunteer and help out other neighbors and people and stuff like that. And by the time he got back to his house from town, the the house was gone. Mm-hmm. They found their the remnants in the house uh, looked like the ma- the grandma covered them up with a blanket much as they could. Man. So the fires sad. really trump all the news, man. Yeah. I, I believe there's one more death out there. I'm not positive on that, but it's still not over. It's heading up north, heading east, or heading west and north. So uh, it's crazy, guys. Same with the Mendocino. It's supposed to be one of the largest fires so far in California, I believe, pretty soon here. They got very low containment on it. <clears throat> Mendocino's a big grow community, so yeah, it's gonna be you know, it's gonna be crazy. What do I got here for the Mendocino one? So there's two fires pretty much going on with the Mendocino. So it's 241,000 acres as of this morning, 20% containment. Wow. Good luck to you guys out there. Again, all you firefighters, you guys are heroes. Uh, keeping everybody safe as much as you can. Uh, and then so that's a ranch fire. And what I've believe uh is pretty much the river fires pretty much one in the two pretty much one star farted 
<laughs> one, one, one fire, yeah, fire. Dude. Uh, one fire started and I, I think it pretty much spread two ways so it, it's a huge fire absolutely incredible I mean there's two biggest fires uh, the Cranston fire in Riverside County uh, that pretty much contained 13,000 acres but be careful out there guys it's, it's dry it's hot it's getting crazy it's yeah. getting crazy I mean it, it's real close to us some of my families are firefighters and everything and uh been pretty much following their instructions of what I need to do and yeah. when and where I should go <clears throat> when when shit hits the fan, you know, just so I'm not in the back, you know, because it's one way in, one way out, basically my whole road and my highway. Yeah, you've had your car packed twice, right? <laughs> yeah, actually I did. I packed up twice already from the neighbor the neighborhood fire because it was blowing straight our way and it got to five acres dude within five minutes i swear to god it was insane luckily all the crews were, were there instantly it was awesome it's almost like they followed the smoke and waited for that call and mm-hmm. we're waiting on it at the end of the street basically and <laughs> and then man. When, you, when you sent me that picture of your neighbor's house on fire i was like oh dude yeah, yeah it was it was bad it was tomorrow. it was a structure fire oh, wow yeah it was big old black smoke you know it was it was crazy, so uh, be safe out there, California. Everybody, everybody, you know, yeah. just be safe. Stay it's, close to your families. Yeah, make sure you know, to get out if you can, but don't be starting can, fires. That air quality is bad for your kids and for older people. Yeah, and for cannabis smokers, you know, and it, it's going to help with with uh, with your medicine if you're out there inhaling all that, all those ashes and stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. You, so I sent my wife and my kid back down to Santa Cruz again because, man, it's bad. It is really bad. Like this morning, I, that's probably what my allergies are from too. Is I'm just waking up with a sore throat, basically from yeah. Even my house, you know, all the doors and windows are closed, but <clears throat> it's bad, man. You walk outside and it's the smoke's there. Yeah. It's not up in the sky. The smoke's there. Yeah. And and all of us cannabis smokers are using flames and flammables, so you know, be fire conscious. Yeah. You know, don't go stir crazy. No, hey guys, I, I know you're smoking in the car. Do the right you're, you're doing your blunt cruise and shit like that, but don't be ashing out the window. Be courteous. Be cautious. You know, yeah. make sure. Just be safe, guys. Don't let. We don't need any more fires going on. Yeah, keep it real because these fires are fucking real, man. Sucks. Yeah, they're real bad. Also, like I said last time, we got some coke. I got some of those coconut sensors. You got some cocaine. Got some cocaine. <laughs> got those in. Got those set up. Man, they're awesome. Freaking right now. Check it out. Open my phone. Go into my apps. Go into my coconut weather sensor app. Boom, right there. My flower room sensor, 73 degrees, 48% humidity. Isn't that awesome? And it gives me a whole chart, data chart of my temperature and my humidity, the highs and lows throughout the whole day, 24 hours, a month, week. Yeah, a one day, seven days, one month, temperature, humidity, so I can see that my peak was about 55% at 5 p.m. <clears throat> my low was about 8 p.m., about 40 40, 48, 49%. So it's real cool. Bam, right here. Go to the menu. Boom. Veg room, 78 degrees, 43% humidity. Boom. Same thing. You see all that. Boom. Add a sensor. You just add the pin. It's, it's awesome. I love the thing. That's That thing is sick, dude. You know, and just, then the, the conversation you were having with the guy that's uh, manufacturing it. Yeah, so. Engineering him. Well, yeah, I had this conversation because you have to go through each graph. You know, you, you, you go to your sensor. And you got to push the Fahrenheit to show the the Fahrenheit graph, or you got to push humidity to show the humidity graph. And I told them, hey, maybe you should put put them in the same. So <clears throat> they're going to put it on their roadmap. Maybe put that in there, you know, so that 
when you click on the sensor, it's going to go straight to uh, your temperature and humidity. And it already shows your temperature and humidity, a number, but in a graph. You know, they'll uh-huh. be together, so it'll show your temperature. So, and he he wondered why. He was like, "Why do you why why do you want that?" And I said, "Okay, well, if my lights go on at three p.m. or yeah, three p.m. and off at three a.m., I want to know if my lights come on at three three a or three p.m. is my what's my humidity doing." So uh-huh. rather than going back and forth to each graph and figuring out, okay, this one was at 945, remember that, 50%, go back to this one. Okay, the temperature was at this at 945 as well. Okay. So you can kind of read the fluctuations in your VPD. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much so that I know exactly when my dew point is happening, if I'm getting a dew point, if I'm having too high or too low temperatures when the lights come on and off, if the, if the humidity is fluctuating with the temperatures, which I really don't yeah. want. You know, I want it. When the lights go off, I want the temperature to come down or the humidity to come down with the temperature a little bit because the lights are going off. I don't want the lights to go off and the cooling to come on and then the humidity to be up and cause a dew point, you know. So really cool sensor and I've been talking with the guy and he's going to hook us up. And if you guys want one, go to coconut.com. That's K-O-K-O-N-A-U-T.com and put in the promo code FLOW. P H L O W give you ten percent off your uh, your your purchase order. Yeah, guys, that's grow with the flow. P H low baby. Yeah. P-H-L-O. So uh, once again, put in the promo code or the discount code on your checkout. P H L O W flow. So uh, that's awesome. Thanks a lot, Coconut. Check them out, Coconut Weather Centers. I love yeah. it. Awesome. Thanks yeah. a lot, guys, for supporting the show. And uh, you know, I remember I just got a note here. Uh, you were telling me about you and your wife coming out for dinner. Shout outs to Maria, but we got a little bone to pick with her. Um, you and the name dropping today, yeah, man. Edit, edit, edit. No, 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 edit. no, no. No last names. It's all good. Shit. It's all love, dude. This is two one five, bro. Shit. We're 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 happy. We're good, dude. There's a million uh, Eddies out there. Nobody knows who we are yeah, or where we no, are. Nobody can see your faces. You guys are good. Fucking neighbor Bob the Builder knows who we are, where we are. But that's about it. He's cool. Yeah. I think he rents us this place. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Love it. Nobody knows who the man behind the curtain is. Oh, I man. But, uh, yeah, what's up, dude? What's up with what? I thought you your smoking buddy. What happened to your smoking buddy? Oh, my wife? Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Okay, so when Maria got pregnant, damn it, when my wife got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's just, dude, they're just... I mean, come on. Man. Yeah. Don't even make a- she stopped smoking. And so, I mean, I understand. I I don't judge anybody. I don't care if you smoke while you're smoke cannabis while you're pregnant. Uh-huh. People do. I don't care. It doesn't there's been no scientific anything to show that it it inhibits inhabits inhibits children at all, you know, by by smoking while you're pregnant or breastfeeding or anything. So I don't care. It was her personal choice, so she stopped smoking. And uh, she she never drank or nothing like that while she's pregnant. Our, our son's about two months old now or whatever, and she breastfeeds. And the other day we went out, and she had two Mai Tais. And I was just – I just wanted to know. I, I didn't care. It wasn't judging. I wasn't – I'm against alcohol, blah, 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 nothing. I was just asking her, why are you okay with drinking alcohol – and breastfeeding, but not okay with smoking cannabis and breastfeeding. And, dude, honestly, she just couldn't answer me. 
she just kept saying, "Oh, I don't, I don't like smoke, I don't like drinking either." But it's like, okay, but you, you did. I don't care. I'm not judging you. She kept feeling like I'm judging her, and I'm. She might be a bad mother, and it's like, no, I don't care. You know, people even sometimes give their kids alcohol to put them to sleep, or they're, when they're teething or whatever. You know, put it, rub it on their gums. I probably will too. But I don't care. I just, I'd rather smoke cannabis than drink alcohol. I'd rather smoke cannabis than take any kind of pills or medication. I'd rather smoke cannabis than take any other kind of drug, you know. And to me, it's always been more of a medicine than a recreational drug or recreational thing like it is now. That's why I got into this initially was because of of the medicine standpoint of it and benefits of it. And so I just kept asking her, like, why, why are you okay with drinking but not smoking with me? And yeah. she even asks, is it because you miss me as a smoking? Yeah, I miss her as a smoking <clears throat> partner, absolutely. But, Heck yeah. <clears throat> but I'm not going to have a beer with her. You know, I, yeah. I don't like drinking. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't like drinking. I don't like the way it does to my body. I don't like the way it makes me feel when I do drink. I might have one here and there. might start having some during the show just to break the edge or whatever off. You know, I might just drink yeah. it real quick just to, you know, a little something, you know, a little, you know. But to go with the flow. Yeah, to go get the flow going and everything, <clears throat> but she just couldn't answer me, dude. Yeah, she just kept saying, "I don't like drinking either," you know. But it's like, but you did. How come you don't want to smoke with me? Oh, because if I get drug tested, but what are you going to get drug tested for? Oh, if he gets drug tested, well, why would he get drug tested? We're we're good parents. We're normal normal family. We're tax paying citizens. I mean, she, uh, <laughs> there's no reason he he would get drug tested, and I I, I don't think it would. I mean, might get some in his, his system or whatever, but I don't think it's going to inhibit his body. But, I mean, I'm okay with her not smoking and breastfeeding or whatever, but I just yeah. wanted to know why she's okay with alcohol and not <clears throat> cannabis, and she just really couldn't answer me. They're her choices. Yeah, right? they're her choices, but whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm Honestly, I, I am proud of her for not smoking and, and breastfeeding and not smoking while being pregnant, you know? She might have a drink, yeah. drink here and there or whatever while she's breastfeeding, but she... Sometimes she'll pump out that next round and yeah. and then breastfeed him on the next one or whatever. But I wonder if there's some anxiety there, like because she hasn't smoked for so long. And I remember the first time I smoked, and then you know, smoking exactly cures anxiety. Yeah. So if she hasn't smoked for a long time, she's, dude, she's even got a stash in the jar. More, more at play in her life now, especially with having a new kid. So decisions are so yeah. much more like, oh my gosh, uh-huh. she's like, I'm, I'm going to make a mistake. I feel like easier I, to approach. Yeah. That's what she you said know? too. She's like, it's more social. I like, mean, it, even right now, like nobody wants to have their name said, but it's like, dude, it's it's just a name. No, it's nothing incriminating. I'm not. No addresses. No phone numbers. No last names. No middle names. No fingerprints. No cavity searches. And uh, to be fair, my wife at home, Jill, her first name is Jill. I wish she smoked a little less and maybe drunk had a drink on friday nights or something while she's at home just to break up the monotony because i think sometimes you know you could just too much of anything is a bad thing and within it contains its opposite yeah. so it was, weed is such a great thing for me and all of a sudden i smoked way too much weed dude like, yeah you know like well what's wrong oh <laughs> it's hard to to realize that when you're cut up in it so yeah sometimes a little shot can just break up the monotony yeah because my my stepmom and my dad they they like to drink their wine and his fine whiskey Mm-hmm. Or, or whatever it is, and and uh, shit, we have we we have a lot of parties and barbecues at their house and everything. And honestly, I wouldn't mind if they smoked a joint or something every once mm-hmm. in a while, just to calm them down. Because my stepmom's over there running around like, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, and she you can see in her face like, oh, Janet, 
she's about yeah. to go. She's she's getting there or whatever like that. And my my dad's just whoop 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 whoop. I'm fucking the dude from Jurassic Park with the big white hat and the white suit. You know, I'm fucking I'm that guy. You know, and just I just sometimes wish they would smoke a smoke a joint and just calm down. Yeah. You know, I really think it would help my stepmom out, calm her down. My dad would probably just I, I know he gets real paranoid. We talked about it a few times with him. He gets paranoid. He he likes to acid. He always told me he, awesome. likes, he likes to he acid. Likes LSD. Yeah, we we sat down. We too hard for him. We sat down at the table one time and talked awesome about it. And he was like, "Yeah, I like acid." And talked about how he used to deal it and get it from some fucking some professor from a college, like a university uh-huh. up in Michigan or something. It was crazy. He went over his whole story. It was nuts. Shit, we're going on forty eight minutes right now. Dude. Oh it's man, and we're not even into her. No. Uh, All right. Well, let me. Th- let me ask you something right here. Man. All right. Uh, there's a little quiz here. All right. Before we get into quiz this. Me. I'm looking for some CBD strains. Uh huh. I'm on the hunt right now, so and one of my one of my uh, requests was that it's below or at the FDA federal uh, threshold for THC. Uh huh. So my question for you is, what is the federal THC threshold for THC? Now I might be off by a tenth of a, of a decimal point, but let's point zero three. Percent? Point three percent. Point three. I told you I'd be off by a fucking tenth. Yeah. So. So I was technically right. So I'm I looking for something. Point three under. <laughs> uh, you know something actual CBD yeah. heavy 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 CBD. You know so and so what that means the threshold is that these these the states now, uh, Kentucky, Oklahoma, a couple other states and everything they they're allowed to grow uh, hemp or or or. CBD mm-hmm. strains now, CBD cannabis, which is actual yeah. cannabis, flower, bud, and everything like that, but it, it's CBD. And so as long as it's under point, point 0.3 THC, pretty much any anybody in the country, in all 50 states, is allowed to grow it. Yeah. It's it's really interesting, too, because it's it's not regulated nearly as, as uh, severely as actual THC-laden THC. cannabis. Yeah, because it doesn't get so you high. So there's, there's a little... Bit of misinformation between hemp derived CBDs and cannabis derived CBDs. So hemp is hemp. Yeah. When you think of the big old stocks, yeah. old school cannabis where they grow big old trees or whatever, uh-huh. it's basically just a tree, a small just, tree. It scares me with how it's processed and how it's actually cultivated. Like, are they still allowed to use some pesticides and yeah. you know the trace elements of that shit in there? Is, is yeah, there so they just take those stocks in that shit. And what know. they probably just grind the hell out of the whole plant and then extract, distill the hell out of it and extract the mm-hmm. CBD. When but, cannabis CBD, it's actual flower, just like THC, where it's got the crystals and everything like that. But those crystals don't contain any. THC, and if they do, they're under 0.3 or 0.3. less. Or I think in some states they actually have to to get, to uh, incinerate their crop. I mean, they're it's, yeah, they have to. So I think some of these guys, the the trick into getting it tested is that to get it tested early, because if you get it tested early before that before yeah, it I think goes listen to that podcast yeah, all the time, huh? The maturity it actually. The more it matures, the, the more the THC starts kind of popping up in there. So they mm-hmm. pull a week seven buds off there and get them tested so and then let the rest of the crop go until they get a test result. Where you back. are on the priority list really plays a part into, you know. So, yeah, when you get CBD stuff, uh, definitely find a good person to get it from. That stuff, got to be careful. I got a quiz for you. 
Oh, really? Uh-huh. I'm excited. All right. <clears throat> Can you tell me? I know before we talked about Morocco being the largest uh, producer, according to High Times Magazine in 2017, uh-huh. of cannabis, uh-huh. legal and illegal. Uh-huh. Who's number two? Do you want, do you want some uh, multiple choice? Sure, I'll take multiple I choice. I mean, it's, it's, it's But shit. I believe you just said, you just told me right before this that it was Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Or that was in 2010. So let me give you. Uh, oh, all right. Give me, give me some of these rundowns then here, my friend. Okay, this is your hint. Oh, your shit. hint is horny, horny and kiki are from this amazing place. No shit. We Mexico? embrace her. Oh, my friend. Wow. You are so right, and you win. Is it illegal, like gorilla crops, or um, veterinary legit? Both. both. Oh, so yeah, Mexico is like the drug administration. Like so, so Mexico is going legal then, huh? Yeah, well, I think they are, but I think it's still we're talking illegal and legal. Yeah, well, so just cartel, overall produ- production. They're probably the ones uh, making it illegal so they can get the tax. Paraguay on it. is number three. Wow, which is just Paraguay out of nowhere. Where the fuck wow, is that? But, South America but, but, or Africa? The uh, Paraguay, South America. Huh. But the, uh, the 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 legal, the biggest legal producer, from what I could find on the internet, is the UK. Right now, I didn't even know the UK was legal. I didn't either. Very impressive. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, very right. interesting. Um, anyways, uh, dude, let's see. What was I going to talk about? Uh, oh, that's right, man. I wanted to uh, tell you today about the pH thing. And, um, you know, water's super important. I've been listening to this podcast uh, called uh, The Human Experience. Here we go. And uh, they talk about the fourth phase of water. Oh, shit. That water actually has a memory. And, you know, we're made up of 90, 99% How much of memory? Like a goldfish or an elephant? Um, I, I actually think muscle memory, it, it relates with your muscle memory, uh, your brain. So I'm, what I'm, how I'm reading this theoretically is that, you know, we've always had issues with short-term memory loss as pot smokers. And I think a lot of it correlates with how much water we drink. Thank you, Siri. So if you're hydrated your or dehydrated, you know, depends on how much, how well you you remember things depending on how much you smoke. So that's true. You should, you should definitely, uh, accompany smoking with drinking lots of water or you will probably have a hard time remembering anything. Yeah. I go home, drink water, come off as a dumb stoner. If you're dehydrated. Very true. I, I, I concur with that. uh, But anyways, check it out. Fourth phase of water on the human experience. And then it also takes me to another cool thing I found on the internet that I want to read right now because I thought it was so cool that you're a cancer. And I found this thing on <coughs> Leafly. It's an article about uh, pairing your the strange you're smoking with your horoscope. Oh, shit, here he goes. In August 2018, Daniel, you should listen to this. And take heed. These are the strains you should be putting in your body. I'm a crab. He's a crab. Crusty old obviously. young crab. But he's got a fucking <laughs> blunt in each claw. I thought that was a spliff, but it's actually spliff, a joint. Jo- joint. I don't smoke spliffs. You, it's a blunt. It's a, I thought it was white. Well, we're not, in my mind, you've got two blunts in your claws. Okay. The moon is going to be your best friend this month. Water, <laughs> baby. When is it not? You're a crab out of water in Leo season. So make sure you're attending to yourself in kind and loving ways this month. The solar eclipse at the new moon on August 11th 
will give you an opportunity to reset and rejuvenate. And the full moon in aquatic Pisces on August 26th will soothe any scorched bits you may have incurred earlier this month. What is your heart asking from you this month? Operate from that place and all will be manageable. Your August strain? Get back in touch with your water, little crab, and you'll feel like yourself again. Frequent soaks and heavenly hash bath by Mary Jane's Medicinals are the perfect cure for your off-kilter cancers. That's in Colorado only. This is bullshit, sorry. Containing a blend of cannabis with lavender, peppermint, and chamomile, this soak provides self-care and rejuvenation whenever needed and is the only way to wash away the day stress. This turned into an ad. Anyways. Fuck Colorado. Everybody knows it real growing yeah. in California. Keep smoking weed no matter Except what sign you are. Except out there in Colorado. But I think there's something there. You know, you should change up your strains. You know, get in tuned. Yeah, uh, that's why, again, I liked the, the secret session. I went and bought some flour from somebody else. You know, so I think it was some uh, Zookies. Yeah, some Zookies or something like that. Zookies? I don't know. It was some indoor. It was all right. Yeah. Tastes really good. I enjoy the taste. It was a different flavor, you know, because we've been smoking on a lot of our own shit, you know, so it tasted different. And I enjoyed it. I'm still enjoying it. Might yeah. give some to Manny, get him some high, and give him some edibles before we go home. In fact, we're having an Afghanistan <laughs> August here. Huh? Yeah, Afghani in August uh, right yeah, now. It's hotter than balls. It's good, dude. Plus all the fires and shit. Yeah. Maybe that's what and people should be smoking. Fire, if, it's, if that's what we're talking you about. Know? Yeah, Afghani strange. Shit, man. Those yeah. edibles are hitting in. I made some of those. <sighs> I'm but high. I think the, the the gist of this before we get into the uh, to the educational part of this uh, oh, podcast get that? is that uh, you should dabble with the fourth phase of smoking. Fourth phase of smoking. Yeah. What's the fourth phase? Is is how it how it uh, how it aligns with your environment, your culture. Shit, just stay saturated. You know. Eat it, <laughs> smoke it, dab it. Yeah, but you should you should be super body. conscious of it. You shouldn't just be like fucking any strain, whatever, Mexi weed. Yeah, definitely find a strain. Like, I love super glue. Yeah. That's my my go to strain every Take time we got it level. and harvest it. And then Mendo breath, I just love it because of the. The taste, the flavor, and the high of the super glue just really relaxes you. Uh, that's what I love about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Any more questions for me? That's it? No? All that right. was it. Go home. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <coughs> All right. We're getting a little pH today, guys. A little bit of importance, a little bit of background on pH, why we do it, when we do it, uh, everything. So, yeah. Carlos is going to go over a little bit of background on pH. I don't know what you got. Some Wikipedia shit, I'm sure. Cause Pretty simple, man. All you I did, mean, I'm sure it was let's Wikipedia. start with P and H. What does it actually stand for? You know, there's uh, a lot of skepticism. Hydrogen? Uh, I always thought Anything it was Anything with like hydrogen? Potential hydrogen, possible hydrogen. But I got the H right, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Correct. Cool. And, the, and the P itself, is there's a lot of skepticism. But So it's nothing off the periodic table, though? Uh, No. Nothing off the periodic huh. table, but scientists do refer to the P um, but they do not know exactly what it would really stand for it could be the power of hydrogen it could be the potential hydrogen it could refer to a word uh, because pH was discovered by a German scientist I believe in like 1904 as well as a few Americans were uh, Ah. were experimenting with it Um, but that was when the first uh, documents were published you know Interesting. Over a century ago. Um, but, yeah, so why is it important? 
because uh, it basically has a lot to do with the water in your body and whether it's acidic or alkaline. And if you're too acidic, it it correlates with a lot of cancers and illnesses. So I really believe it's important to check your body's pH. And it's no coincidence that we check our plant's pH, but I think it's an oxymoron that we are more concerned with plant's pH rather than your body's pH. So today... I'm going to check my pH, yo. <laughs> a little bit of live demonstration of yeah. some pH testing for you, Carlos. How do you do that? You test your runoff. What's your runoff? Well, you know, you got spit, saliva, I blood. I think about spit. But I'm going to go the easy way, and I'm going to test my pH. I'll pee in a cup. Yep, I'm going to pee in a red cup and test it again. When I started this morning, it was at 5.8, five, 5.9, which kind of scared me. So huh. I hope it's back up because uh, the human body should be around 7. Oh, really? Yeah, and then 7 is neutral, if you didn't know. So the pH scale is from 0 to 14. Uh, 0 is uh, acid, and 14 is alkaline. Uh, so 0, something in 0 would be battery acid, which is gnarly. Uh, and then something in 14 would be like lye, something around there, something like that. Um, uh, neutral is pretty much milkish. Uh, your, your blood should be uh, around 7. Uh, so there, there's a whole, there's a whole chart, and for for aquaponic or not aquaponics, hydroponics, we want to be from five point five to around six point five, mm-hmm. and that that's for the maximum uptake. So, I mean, oh, we're talking about plants. Yeah, I was, uh, I was still stuck in my mind. Like, why is my pH at five point eight, dude? <laughs> the fuck, Carlos <laughs> is tripping. Carlos is tripping. Yeah, but yeah, so. It's a scale, uh, basically zero to fourteen. Uh, seven is neutral. Anything less than seven is uh, acidic. Anything greater than seven is a base, or also al- alkaline. Um, it, it, it's pretty important to plants. It's basically it shows the. It, hey, let me get to this real quick. What's interesting is it's uh, it's measuring the hydrogen ions in the water. Oh, really? And in that podcast, the fourth phase of water, they say the Water ions is where the memory is held. So the ionic structure basically, like, water will will purify itself over time if the right light waves are hitting it. And they use infrared light. So it basically does its own reverse reverse osmosis process. And, you know, a lot of us in in hydroponics, we're using RO water. Yeah. Starting with a a nice uh, negatively charged water, a pure as water as we can get before we add our own electrolytes and stuff to it gotcha so uh, so it's important because uh for for cannabis uh cannabis naturally likes a slightly acidic environment at its roots and so everything is uptake through a plant's roots you can do foliar sprays as well but also you don't want to be super acidic or super base on on your uh foliar sprays either but we're talking about roots and 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 feeding and, and water so uh Proper pH <clears throat> at the root helps the plants get access to the nutrients they need. If the pH in the roots is too high or too low, the plant can't properly absorb nutrients, so you end up with cannabis with nitrogen deficiency or nutrient deficiency. Sorry. And so you'll, you'll learn pretty quick. Okay, you'll you'll put the recommended amount of all your nutrients and everything in the water, and 
you won't pH it and you'll feed your plants and they'll die. And then you'll think, oh, these fucking nutrients, blah, blah, blah. This happened, this happened. It's someone else's fault. No, it's yours because you didn't pH your water. Mm-hmm. So you got to get a pH pen, you know, something Blue Lab, Hanna. Um, there, there's tons of really good, awesome, awesome pens out there. Uh, Oakton seems to be a pretty high one on the, on the list on from my research. We use Blue Lab. Yeah, we use Blue Lab. The uh, combo meter. There's also Milwaukee. But, yeah, we use the Blue Lab combo meter, pH, temperature, and uh, PPM or EC. Um, <coughs> so we really enjoy them. They got a nice what, six month or a year on the, the pH pen. It's replaceable. So if the pen breaks, the wire breaks, something happens, you can go get a new one. If it doesn't stay calibrated, you can go get a new one. Uh, the, the the TDS meter, the PPM meter, uh, it, it's a solid to it, but it reads PPM <clears throat> at five hundred at the five hundred and the seven hundred table as well as EC. And so uh, it's a pretty awesome it's a pretty awesome little little tool we got here. Carlos just booked it on me. Appreciate it, bro. I gotta go put those lights on. Oh snaps! Twelve o'clock. All the lights are turning off. Everybody. And so, pH is a pretty big thing for hydroponics. Um, hydroponics is anything soilless, so cocoa, uh, rock wool, hydrogen, anything like that. It wants to be between 5.5 and 6.5. And uh, really, I think the optimum is probably 6.0 to 6.2. Uh, but we really start in that lower 5 or the, the, the mid to higher 5, 5.0 area. And then we finish off in about the... 6.3, 6.4, but so in the lower pH, what's up? So nitrogen is pretty much be able to be uptaken all the way through the spectrum. Uh, phosphorus is only pretty much 5.5 to uh, about 6.2-ish, 6.3. Potassium, all the way through the chart basically. Calcium really able to uptake only about 5.9 6.0 to and, and higher say with manganese i'm oh, no, sorry that's magnesium sulfur all the way through boron another essential element after about 6.2 6.1 it starts kind of falling off there and so this is why the ph chart and ph is important for certain uptake so if you got too low anything below 5.5 you're not getting calcium you're not getting magnesium you're not going to get phosphorus. You still get nitrogen, potassium, um, but you won't be able to uptake these nutrients. If you're too high, you won't be able to take uptake certain nutrients as well. So it's pretty important to stay in a certain pH level. You always want to pH your water. Uh, do your nutrients. Get your reservoir ready. Get everything ready. And then pH it. Make sure it's between your 5.5 to 6.5. Get a pH you like, you know, in vegetative area, uh, vegetative stage, stay lower, 5.5, 5.6, up to 5.8 or whatever, and then more in flower, start going up to 6.0, higher, up to 6.4, 6.5 or whatever. But uh, honestly, 6.2 seems to be a pretty happy medium from uh, from 5. Point, or from from flower to uh, from veg to flower. I'm sorry. I'm fucking stoned, dude. <laughs> That's good, man. <laughs> yeah, we like to keep our pH in veg around 5.6, you know, but I never trip out if it gets up to 6.0 around yeah. there. I know that that it's going to naturally, you know, graduate slowly. Yeah, so honestly, I don't feel like veg is too important mm-hmm. for pH. Well, in I just, my own little home thing, I pH I it once, I, and then I, I just keep feeding I mean, it the same over and over again. For lack of a better way of explaining it, because 
it's veg is important. So I hate it whenever you say it's not too important. It's just that I think sorry, some people buddy. play into the more gold stars in the calendar over importance of the pH and veg. When the veg range, there's a lot more fluctuation. You know, there's, you you have a lot bigger range in veg. It's a lot more forgiving. Uh-huh. You know, where where flour, you really want to follow that chart based and really refine those nutrients. So each the, week you're getting yeah. the certain nutrients that you want. Yeah, so you can really, uh, yeah. I guess, micro-grow those flowers. Micro-grow yeah. those flowers? So I'm Not s- microwave them. Sorry for saying veg isn't that important. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Noted. But <laughs> it's okay for fluctuation to happen in yeah. veg and with yeah. your moms and everything like that. But yeah. for They're, flour, <clears throat> you really want to stay your exact pH uh we change it every week but only point by point 0.1 so it, it's one week it's 5.8 next week's 5.9 so on and so forth until we end up at 6.3 6.4 6.5 whatever we're, we're going to you know whatever 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 you find your happy medium yeah. whatever you, whatever you find you like in general you might just yeah. like 6.2 all the way through 6.0 all the way through that might be something that works for you. Test it yeah. out. There's some, and there's some people that think that you should let your your pH fluctuate. You know, instead of hard, like sometimes we'll keep it hard five six, but some people think you should let it graduate back up to six zero <laughs> and then take it back down to five six and let it do what it wants to do because it knows what the plants the plants know what they need and you know if if they need a, a certain nutrient they're going to fluctuate into that pH range to uptake that nutrient. Yeah, uh, in my opinion, I, I think that too. That the roots are going to change the pH in the water to, or pH and mm-hmm. pH in the roots to uptake what they need. Yeah. Like so, we notice a lot <clears throat> in veg when we flip into flour that the pH seems to stay high when the ppm stays around the same, but the the pH seems to stay high on a runoff. And we pretty much came to the conclusion that. When we're doing that flip and those plants are going through that stress, that they're uptaking different nutrients to basically save themselves. You know, like we're giving them everything they need, but they're going to yeah. take a certain amount of nutrients and and have a different pH to uptake what they need. Yeah, they're going into that cocoa too. <coughs> the pH is definitely going to change that cocoa. Yeah, but when it's too you much know, even of the a, ranges, I think change a little slightly. They start being different. You know, when you when the medium hits that cocoa. Yeah. And you'll notice too, the farther you go into flower, the less it's going to fluctuate, and it's really going to calm down and everything. But uh, yeah, you, you, always keep your pH steady. Mm-hmm. Always steady. You know, if you're doing a week long reservoir, always test your pH before you feed. Don't you know? Just always want to make sure. And then sometimes, <clears throat> if you're seeing any kind of deficiencies or something wrong with your plants, uh, do always have a like a ten to twenty percent runoff when you feed. Always for for hydroponics and everything that that first little bit of feed you're you're flushing off the yesterday's or the day the day before's feed uh, what's what's left over so you want to get runoff and then test that runoff if your pH is really high then you want to either keep flushing and but if your if your ppm is still high you want you're gonna want to add some fresh water and and flush that out you know you want to get that ppm down and you want to get that P, pH back to back to where you want it to be. And that's something that hydroponics, it's kind of forgiveful that way where you get to have that opportunity to, oh, something's wrong. Just keep pumping water through it until it gets back to normal. Yeah. And tomorrow, check it again. And if I need more water, I need more water. But you can – like I had that in room four, man. It went up to 21, 2200 ppm. 
I added a bunch of water, flushed it out for two days or whatever, and now we're flipped into week four, I believe. Uh-huh. And dude, it no week six, and dude, the right on, exact nice. pH, exact ppm that it was going in. I mean, it's it's perfect. Yeah, you, you caught it at the right time. Yeah, I caught it, and so sometimes yeah. you also notice when you get into certain weeks and certain strains and certain plants and everything that you'll you start seeing that different needs, and they'll start kind of flopping on you. You might be pumping them too hot. You might be not giving them enough, and they'll start they'll start showing that. And so always mm-hmm. do runoff tests and. If your PPM is super low, then you're probably not running of nutrient for them to take. So, got it. You'll see your pH fluctuate. Yeah. So you want to keep an eye on that. And uh, I notice a lot of people yeah. or a so, lot of companies as well. They sell uh, pH up and pH uh-huh. down. That's concentrated, and a lot of people just put so, concentrated pH straight into their reservoirs. So, so just to add in. To what you were saying there, so what what we do here is we check we check, we test our resis every day pre feed, yeah. But every other day we test our runoff, yeah. So even if we don't we we see or don't see deficiencies, every other day we test our runoff just so that we have a written log for next time, next room, mm-hmm. everything of hey we saw this and this week let's cut this back or let's change this, let's funk around with this stuff and let, let's see what that happens on the next one okay now the next room we're, we're getting a lot better clean results okay what we just tested or what we just messed with there really came out better you know mm-hmm. and, and fix that issue so now we're going to stick with this okay the next run we're seeing something else happen now we're going to mess with it and check it out and everything like that and we're always going to be able to test that with our with our with our runoff yeah so and, it's a really good way to check deficiencies and any kind of problems you're having in your plant. And just stay up on the flow. Yeah. Because the roots are definitely more roots, more fruits, you know. All right. You're not going to be able to. Um, and the practicality of testing the runoff is pretty <coughs> simple. I mean, in, in veg, we just hold the blocks up and let gravity do its thing into a cup. Yeah. So you're, you're talking about the Grodan Cocoa or the Grodan Hydro mm-hmm. Blocks. Yeah, the, the Delta 10s. Hydrogen Delta 10s. We'll just Why do I keep saying hold hydrogen? them up at an angle. and Rock wool. Delta it, 10, you know, grow Dan rock wool. And I'll just Blocks. bleed it out into a little cup enough yeah. to, to get my pH wand in there. And Explain that one more time. I'll uh, bleed out my little Delta 10. So you'll fill up a block of the Delta 10. You'll pour so water I'll, over yeah. the top. So I'll, I'll top feed my Delta 10, uh-huh. where, and I'll have a little extra. I'll hold it up. I'll pour a little extra on top, and I'll let gravity, let the... Let the uh, nutrients drip out the bottom end Let the water into drain another cup. Into a cup. Gotcha. Just enough for the tip of my pH wand to... Uh, gotcha. And then that's how he, he tests his runoff. And flour, mm-hmm. I actually use a turkey baster, of all things. You know, we had a big old syringe or whatever like that with plastic tip, and they would get stuck, get sticky and everything. Not really worked that well after a while, but we honestly... A turkey blaster works the best for us. I mean, at my home grow... I just got a drain at the bottom of my table is going into a bucket because I don't really do a whole lot of runoff on mine. Sometimes mm-hmm. I do, and you know, I just dump a bucket or whatever. But <clears throat> when I when I do my flush and get a runoff test, I just stick a cup under there, or actually, I just stick the wand in the bucket, the runoff bucket, and test it that way. Love it. You know, yeah. so sometimes in veg, you know, I'll just yeah. stick, keep the pH wand in the resi, and as I'm as I'm flushing them in, they're they're draining back into the resi, and you just I just watch the fluctuation. And yeah. And I already know just if it, if the if the whole resi is fluctuating, you know the pH is up like two tenths, uh-huh. and the fucking you know the yeah. ECs are going up by a hundred, you know you know there's, there's no reason to even to to fucking 
to test them. You might yeah. as well just keep flushing them. And you got to be careful too because a lot of people, oh, deficiency or something's wrong, and they'll start throwing new nutrients or something else at it when all you really probably need to do yeah. was flush, flush it out. It out. Yeah, your, right. your 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 nutrients are fine. Probably you just need to keep pumping that water through until you get that pH right. Because you most of the time it's a pH imbalance causing causing that deficiency, yeah. rather than your your nutrients causing it. It's your it's your pH causing it. And that's why we write it into the schedule, because then if then we never have to th- add it into the schedule. Yeah, it's never a hiccup. It's always just part of the process. And we even if we test and we get some high readings and we know we need a flush usually there's a flush right around the corner so we don't have to make yeah. a special flush we might just do a double flush uh-huh. you know just give it a little extra water yeah, and do it, it for be two half, days halfway through the week or like that know, to save give it, time give it maybe 10 or 15 yeah. more gallons of water or like that to which lower those lower that ppm down a little bit just to which i almost think is healthier gradually taking them back down than any than any stressful oh my gosh back to normal like whoa what the fuck that's not normal <laughs> I, think, I think you know you just kind of kind of like the two day flush isn't a bad thing at all and then once again you know as you always and we're talking me, when we say the two day flush so at the end of our week we do six days of normal feed and on that sixth day we'll have probably three or four inches of water at the bottom of the reservoir and we'll double that water with fresh water mm-hmm. and then we'll pH it Add some uh, house and garden drip clean to it. There you go. That's what I was you know, it's a nice little flushing agent and everything like that. And mm-hmm. So it's still nutrient water. You never really want to, until the very end, put fresh water in a hydroponic system. You never want to flush with just fresh water. You always want to have some kind of ions, some kind of nutrients in there to attach to the roots. You never, never just fresh water. Always some kind of nutrient, even just a little bit. That's why we mm-hmm. use a very small amount of, of reservoir water at the bottom and then double it up with the fresh water. That way... It's still got nutrients on it. Add some more of the drip clean, pH it, and then we flush out that last day of, of the reservoir. So it's got that yeah. flushed out that long week of, of uh, pumping it hard with nutrients, and it's ready for the next week. You In know? fact, I think a flush is a great start to any nutrient deficiencies that you might see, and that's what I do in veg. As soon yeah. as I see any curl in the new growth or any discoloration – other than the optimal green I'm looking for, it, just, it usually just means they need to be flushed, man. Yep. It's, it's no trick. It's same, same with flour. If I start up, seeing something, you know, test that reservoir runoff. Oh, we're pumping them hot again. Let's uh, fill up that fresh water a little bit and bring them down, flush them out a little bit. And the thing with that, you fill with water and then you got another basically a whole feed that you get to do that day. You yeah. know, it's, it's not like you're uh, you're, 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 you're running two days worth of feed in one day you're you're filling it back up and then you're diluting it and then feeding it again so the, you're back to normal again tomorrow but with with uh it's good for the plan water. it's great for the schedule because it buys you a little time to get ready yeah. for the next and we're, we're definitely getting into that point yeah. where we're starting to back our reservoir off to to uh respond to the plants better you know yeah. we're, we're seeing the okay we're getting high ppm and everything let's start backing off the reservoir a little bit you know start bringing down the milliliters and the a and b we use all house and garden nutrients love them but sometimes you got to do some tweaks from uh your long your old school reservoir or the old school recipe we got so that's what we've been doing doing some tweaks and everything but get back to ph uh we use advanced nutrient ph up and down it is super concentrated Super concentrated. The stuff's gnarly. Wear gloves. I mean, if you get some of that on your hands or anything, that shit's going to eat through your skin real quick. But anyways, we'll 
I don't really recommend putting straight diluted. We use the diluted down because our pH here is like eight, seven point mm-hmm. something, almost eight or whatever. So <clears throat> we use that diluted, but it goes straight into the reservoir. We don't fuck with it or nothing. We got a hand pump on it and everything. It goes straight into the reservoir. But then for when we're doing our everyday feeds, we take a gallon of water, a gallon container. We use our old pH uh, containers, actually, the old advanced nutrient white containers or whatever, and we use 10 ounces. So 10 ounces of pH mm-hmm. up if you're using if you're making a gallon of pH up, and then 10 ounces of uh, pH down if you're using if you're making mm-hmm. pH down. And so that's just a nice dilution rate for it. And that way, if you're making a 10, 15, 20, 50, 100 gallon reservoir or whatever. You're not adding a freaking oh I gotta add a drop of pH down yeah and it fluctuates it's, like it's a motherfucker all the way down. You can add pretty much a half a cup of pH down diluted yeah. and it's gonna it's it's gonna it's gonna fluctuate less you know so dilute dilute your your pH uh, solution you know just make sure that yeah. uh, less yeah. is more man yeah don't definitely. overpour don't overpour I like it because I, like I, I believe if you over if you get it below a certain range you're fucking nullifying <laughs> all the nutrients and locking it up that absolutely water. yeah basically, dude. it's something I've heard too is when you're pH in your reservoir if, if you go like too far down and have to go back up as far as I heard that's you're pretty much your toast and your water's toast or whatever so yeah. try to try to be careful you're with it with the fourth phase you're, you're, if you're point one off just add a tiny bit at that time tiny bit let it sit let it mix around in there you always got to have water flow in, in your reservoir to keep that uh, uh, ph flowing and everything like that the water flowing so the ph mixes in there your reservoir nutrients mix in there and let, let that mix around give it a couple minutes and then test it again if it's still still high add a tiny bit more ph down just a tiny tiny bit you know until you start figuring out that dilution rate for yourself to okay i can add this much and drop it drop this many gallons down you know after a while you'll start getting used to it you'll figure it out you know you'll realize that the first couple of days or whatever you actually got to adjust it and then the last couple of days that you, you don't really need to adjust them they kind of start balancing themselves out and doing yeah. their own thing that they come out pretty good which i think speaks to the <laughs> ionic memory in water the water ions they recognize each other water ions yeah, they do they water is alive man we're all part we're all water that's what connects us to plants yeah it's the water seriously we we all live off of sun and water and, and so also you, you want to remember too to always keep your pen pal- calibrated your ph pen your ph Gases. meter whatever you got calibrate that mm-hmm. shit there's instructions usually on all of them does this one have instructions fact, on i the calibrated mine today see this I one's even got <clears throat> this blue lab multimeter it's even got instructions on the bath Re- probe requires monthly cleaning and calibration did you say ph your bath <laughs> no i didn't <laughs> probe bath. requires monthly cleaning and calibration what do you mean by calibration that would be interesting, of the ph, pH for accuracy water? and optimal performance pH calibration. Step one, rinse probe with fresh water. Place it in 7.0 solution. You go out and you buy your 7.0 and your, your 4.0, whichever meter asks for it. You, you get that. The, the Blue Labs use the 7 and the 4. Um, I think there's a 10 as well you can get for it. But uh, So you put in the 7.0 solution and you push and hold the the uh, the, the pH button, the calibrate pH button. You push and hold it until it starts flashing on you. And then leave probe in it until it stops flashing and displays the 7.0. And then rinse it off and put it in the 4.0 solution and then push and hold the pH calibrate button again until it starts flashing and don't mess with it until it's done flashing. And it says 4.0 and then your your pH meter is calibrated, ready to go, ready to rock. 
and it'll let you know when it needs to be calibrated because that little seven and the little four on the bottom will disappear. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think there should be like a check mark or something that happens as well. See, to this morning that seven and four were gone, huh. so I had to had yeah, to recalibrate. Now, but yeah, it's it was, also it was I think still on. It's like a year or something like that warranty on the meter itself, six months I believe on the probe. You know, it's, it costs some money. But it's worth it, you yeah. know. Take care of your probe. Don't yeah. let your cords get tangled because they I do actually break. Use the I same company for my fish tank stuff. Daniel used to cry. I'm not fucking breaking probes on that. Sorry. And I'm so sorry. I, honestly, I I wouldn't get a pen. I would get a meter. Get the get the yeah. combo meter or whatever. You know, I don't really don't really recommend yeah. the pen because once the pen goes dry, then that you lost the whole pen rather than just a probe. And that's yeah. another thing to remember too. Always keep your probe tip on your pH meter wet. Either with water or they they really recommend the solution they mm-hmm. they uh they sell on Blue Lab they sell the the pen solution stuff uh, <clears throat> to help keep the uh the, the probe but there's a little ball at the end to keep it moist I guess it's like super porous got a bunch of little holes in there and so you got to keep it keep it hydrated so uh, always keep it in water don't let it dry out because as soon as it dries it dies yeah I have I had one of those brand new at home dude and. Useless. Dried up and dead, huh? Yeah, I didn't even know. <coughs> yeah, I got one I don't even use, and every month Knock or so out. I got to go and just refill it the fluid because it just kind of evaporates mm-hmm. and turns into salt or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's for hydroponics. We'll go into a little bit of soil here. Uh, almost the same, but not really. For soil, Different depending ranges, if you're using yeah. salt nutrients or even if you're using just organic nutrients and everything, uh, you, you, for soil water, you're going to be between six and seven, so it's going to be a little higher than hydroponics. But if you're noticing like, oh, my my plants outside suck, check your water, check your pH in your hose. If you're coming out like freaking 5.0 or something like that, or 5.5, you, you you ain't doing shit for your plants. If you're coming out at 7.5, 8.0 or something, you ain't doing shit for your plants. You're doing harm. If you're coming out at 6.5, you got other problems, man. But uh, yeah, even che- even just check your ho- your 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 pH in your hose, you know. But uh, for yeah, for soil as well. Again, 6.0 to 7.0 is the optimum uh, optimum root pH for growing cannabis and soil. So check it out. You guys can check out GrowWeedEasy.com. They got a really nice explanation on it. I was also checking out a uh, what was that place called? Chemistry. Edu. Man, I keep hitting that thing, don't I? Yeah, .edu. Uh, they got a real nice pH table and information on the pH in general, not necessarily for cannabis and their range, but uh, just a good little rundown on pH. So, yeah, always remember pH your reservoirs, pH everything you got, always pH every day. If you see any deficiencies, pH your runoff, you know, test your runoff, pH it, make sure it's good. If you it's high or low, maybe fill up, fill up your reservoir. With some fresh water, pH it again, and just keep flushing. If it's not working, then if so, if your pH is high, maybe lower your pH down a little bit and keep flushing and flushing and flushing until you can get that pH back down yeah. in, in your roots. But as long as it's within those ranges, man, don't trip too hard. It's when it's outside of those ranges, you yeah. better fucking worry. But yeah, because I mean, you will shit, see dude. In veg, we see it stay yeah. always between like five point eight yeah. and six point oh, like when we're real low and and week one flower and, and veg in the flower rooms or whatever because we put them in veg for a week or so it always likes to stay high but as soon as it starts getting into week two week three like it levels out too. and it stay i mean comes out perfect you know it just mm-hmm. that's what the soil wants so that's what that's what your cocoa and your soil want and everything so that's what you should give it and you'll see some play between strains too different strains will take different ph levels you know yeah. based on the recipe and 
and yeah. now they're reacting in your room. So, you know, you will see some fluctuation there if you have different strains on the same table. Yeah, you'll see. on the <clears throat> Right now I got different strains at a different table at home, and uh, they're, they're both the gelatos, the, the two and three, and the twos are doing awesome, but the threes are having deficiencies. And it's like, man, you guys are basically the same genetics, a little bit of different phenos mm-hmm. and everything, but you're showing deficiencies while my super glue pie face that I have that I fucking popped is loving it. Loving you it. You know, it's completely different growing structure and everything. So it's definitely pay attention to your plants, pay attention to deficiencies, mm-hmm. pH it, calibrate your pen all the time. Mm-hmm. We, we do it weekly. Every Monday we usually come in, pH our pens, pH our meters and everything, and then, uh, and then start testing. And mm-hmm. remember never to use concentrated pH. That sucks. Don't get it on your hands. That sucks as well. It burns on your feet. Looks I mean, like you got leprosy. And yeah, get too much of it on you. Don't get it on your clothes. It'll, it'll dye your clothes. Don't leave it around your children. Don't drink yeah, it. Yeah, don't don't drink it at all. I mean, yeah. it's uh-huh. pretty nasty stuff. There is some there is some organic stuff you can use. I think what is it? Uh, uh, cider vinegar. Yeah. Oh, that dude raises it. That. Cider lowers vinegar. It. Uh, it's a base, so it's going to raise gonna, it. I believe. Yeah, and, and, ask, and, <coughs> and then and lemon juice is going to lose it. Yeah, lower it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, and you can use that citric I mean, acid. Milk. I, I found some stuff, Mother Earth or something, Earth or yeah. something like that. It's it's a powdered pH yeah. up and down, and it works really good temporarily. I mean, you could pee and in your then, reservoir, it'll, and so it'll, it'll I'll pH my reservoir, and ten minutes later it'll go back to normal. So you got to pH your reservoir, feed your plants, and then. So I don't really know what that's Salt. doing to the root zone and everything. So I rarely recommend using the, the advanced nutrients or some kind of liquid form like that, which mm-hmm. is going to keep the pH at the level you want for the time you need it. Epsom salt, you know, will work. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. It'll actually act as a, act Epsom as a salt fertilizer. Does quite a bit. I think it's got a lot of magnesium in it. Um, yeah. So it's a, a double kill. So if you ever see but any deficiencies or anything, check your pH. Yeah. might be off. And just by adjusting your pH and flushing that out and getting the pH right in the root zone, can really fix those deficiencies you know you never mm-hmm. know so that's a little rundown on yep. ph for hydroponics and a little bit of soil we're going to get into carlos's live yep. demonstration if of, you can check your oh plant and you can check your pants yeah guys. so he, we're going to use this and it really makes sense we're not in our culture we don't really think about it too much but dude you should check your ph man you should probably ph your bath water you know i'm sure bottle yeah, see what you're drinking at home perfect, you, know, you know see what you're Drinking yeah. in a bottle. What's your pH of your tap water? Should Shit, you your, be drinking it? I your mean, Starbucks it coffee you drink every day? Yeah. I mean, think if it's affecting your plants, what you're putting in them, the pH of your water is affecting your plants that drastically, it's probably having some significant effects on your life, and you just don't realize it if you're not paying attention to it. So Man, I'm about to uh, think unzip about these pants since I've already taken care of my plants and piss in a cup. Are you guys ready? Oh my do God. it the old-fashioned way, Take guys. Take under the table. <clears throat> Put your mic down so they if can hear shy, it. shy, close your eyes. Oh. Damn, dude. I was holding that forever, and it... <laughs> she would have been disappointed. All right, cool. So let me check this. Let me check this out really quick. <sighs> you you got to get up for this. Man. So supposedly, 
your piss peeing off could be oh, cancerous. Shit, I wasn't supposed to drink it. Fuck. Here we go. Alright. Let's check it out, guys. The real deal. Damn it. Here we go. Dude, it smells like coffee. Drum roll. It smells like That's coffee. That's what scared me. Okay, so honestly, guys, I was feeling a little sick yesterday, like queasy. But I, I usually eat pretty healthy, and in the last couple days, like with the, the weather and stuff and being trapped inside and lack of activity, we were just kind of eating junk food all weekend. I think Friday we did junk food Friday and I ate McDonald's. Hope you got something to wash that off with. And yeah, fucking, dude, uh, it's kind of scary because I really, you really check your PPM, dude. didn't feel that great. Put the PPM really oh, the in there. Oh, the PPMs are going to be off the chart. Really? Okay, go for it. Daniel, drum So roll. the cool thing about this blue lab meter, too, is you just push the pH button or any button and it turns itself on 6.6, 6.7, 6.8. Holding at six point eight, but it's auto. It's also an auto off. So after a few minutes, it'll just turn itself off. Battery seem to last forever. All these things are great. And there's a little background light. If you can't really see, it goes auto automatically off on its own in a little bit. Oop, going up to six point nine. Let's check his nutrient. For the nutrients, you just push the nutrient button. Ooh, thirty six, fifty six. Oh, O R error, error, yeah, error. That's crazy, dude. Off the charts. It's crazy how much how many PPMs. Oh, man, I don't even want to think. I can't believe that's on the table, dude. That's still gross. All these salts and shit. It's crazy. But, yeah, that's cool, man. My my pH went back up. Maybe it was the coffee because it's pretty acidic. You know, I drank a lot of coffee this morning, so it was no coincidence. Do you have coffee right here? uh, I do right there, yeah. Put the thing in the coffee. See what you got. All right. Straight from the piss to the coffee, bro. Straight from the piss? I dare you. Let's put in some water first. Now let's check the water. Dude, you're getting that everywhere. Ugh. Dude, he just got piss everywhere. Well, I'm not going to put the piss stick in my coffee cup. Dude. I mean, I'm, You can at least dra- dibble well, it off. Well, you know, in some cultures, they really drink it off their piss, and they really you. believe it's super healthy. Yeah, I know. The I Indian wonder if culture, it has to do with the pH. I think it's in uh, that 5.9, this 5.8. Is this is a coffee right now. We just put from piss to his coffee. <laughs> You've risked it off a little bit, but a tiny bit of water, so there's a lot of piss in there. 5.6. Holding the 5.6. Check the nutrients. That makes sense, though, right? PPM, 12.30, 12.10. So all that coffee fucking just, dude, it dropped my pH significantly. 1,200, so that just makes you, all you coffee drinkers out there, you got to... We're not considering that, but if you're... The it raised your feeling. pH. Did it raise your pH, or what have you been it drinking? Dropped it. I, the coffee dropped my pH because it's so acidic, and now I'm back to seven zero. I drink a little water, but my body probably just realigned itself. And you drink some more water, you're probably dehydrated. That's coffee makes you right? dehydrated, such you know. All right, uh, put your piss meter away, dude. That's gross. You are what you eat, and you are what you drink. That's gross. Cool, man. Yeah. So uh, if you get a pH pen, like you guys all should have. If you plan on growing or already growing, you should have a pH pen and a TDS meter somewhere in your arsenal of, of goodies you got there. And Test your piss. Test the water that's coming out of your sink. Test the water coming out of your toilet, I guess. There are more accurate ways to check your body's pH. They have actual sticks to check your saliva because your urine can be a little more acidic than uh-huh. most fluids. So Yeah, you know, I'm sure you can probably out. just use one of those standard little pH strips or like that spit on it or piss on it or like that you know yeah some chick told me there you lick your hand Dude, and you like stick this strip to your cup. hand no this is the piss cup this is the water yeah cup. but there's piss in there now and coffee and water and not Dude, no, oh, i'm gonna use nothing it. ever That's again true. at least gross. i got my pants on gross <laughs> so so why why is piss important for your body does it cause anything cancer or anything like that why is, AIDS? why is ph 
Yeah, why? Like, what? What does well, pH because, do for your body? Uh, if your pH is acidic, it's linked to a lot of illnesses. I mean, literally, I wasn't feeling that great yesterday, and it's no coincidence that my pH was a little down, and now I feel actually a lot better. I don't oh. know what it is, but my pH is right on. Impressive. So, I mean, I just think that uh, it's a good way to track your health, and we're not really tracking our health. We're usually we usually go in for a diagnosis. We go in to have somebody else track our health for us. You know, and I think the culture is going to change all the way down to like you're going to sit on your toilet seat eventually and it's going to tell you your pH and your alkalinity levels. But I mean, it's interesting too. Like maybe I'm just not drinking enough milk. You know, milk is a base. It'll, it'll. But see, as humans, are we not supposed to drink milk? Um, Nothing else in the world drinks milk. I think that's. Who says that? I mean, we've been drinking milk since we're fucking. Tell that to the dudes that use milk to survive. You know, back before we had fucking That's farmers. True. And, That's true. You know, hey, like, I got you. Yeah. I believe you. I mean, I'll suck. I'll suck some tit. <laughs> such a what? Dude, tell that to my. Tell that to Asher. Oh man, my wife all about dude, the milk. Dude, my wife bro. sent me a little thing the other day, a meme or whatever, and it was like uh, that look. I, that look I give my husband in the middle of the night when I when I uh, when he sleeps because he's got worthless nipples. <laughs> Because she has to wake up every few hours to breastfeed and everything, That's and she's just up. pissed because I have to sleep through the night. I'm sorry, yeah. well, I'm sorry, honey, but you should wake up with like, <clears throat> scratches on your nipples. That's what you get. That's what it feels like. Then, I, the, then my reply to her is, but 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 almonds have nipples. Yeah. Somehow almonds seem to have nipples because they produce they milk. Apparently, yeah. They but do. I'm just worthless, nippleless. Well, bulls have milk too, but it's just not the kind of milk you should be drinking. Whoa. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's a little rundown on pH. pH for your body. Again, hydroponics should be between 5.5, 6.5. Adjusted to your liking. You'll notice, you know, just do some runs. Do some tests. You know, the best thing about growing is that you can do another one. You can do another one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not something forever. You can constantly change it, constantly tweak it. Uh, for soil, 6.0 to 7.0. Uh, I really recommend the Blue Lab Meter. They really got a good warranty on them. They, I like the, the the combo meter. It's got the pH, the nutrient, the temperature, everything on it. You know, you can adjust the units. It's great. I love it. We use them all the time, and it's only like fifty bucks if the if the meter goes bad. And most of the time, honestly, they they replace it under warranty because it's under six months. You keep the receipt and bring it on back. I love it. So we'll take a little toke right now. Yeah, let's take this out. This has been take a long this out. A little toke. You know, kind of recap crazy week man it's yeah. been a crazy week you're right though i did i did pack up twice yeah i was packed up and pretty much bugged might, out twice this last week right now you might have to pack up a third time dude it's not over bro yeah it's not over it's not over the fire's still there yeah. um it's staying staying up there but all, all takes us some wind to push it this way and shit you never know Yep. Yeah, so trying to stay safe and everything. Yeah. Uh, once again, guys, check out Coconut, coconut.com, Coconut Weather Sensors. Uh, big shout out to them giving us a, a, a coupon code for our show on your checkout, PHLOW, Grow with the Flow. Um, gives you 10% off your, uh, your next purchase. Definitely an awesome sensor. Shows temperature, humidity. <clears throat> All the time, you know, from your phone, none of that fucking yeah. hanging out, wondering what your temperature's like at home. Also sends you alerts. 
So if you're, you're if you set it so uh, over 90 degrees, it sends me an alert. Over 65% humidity sends me an alert. I love it. You can adjust it whatever you want to. Really awesome little little device. Really cheap. Really affordable compared to everything else. A lot of the other companies you need to buy the device, and you need to buy a wireless router for those devices. This one just hooks up to your your existing Wi-Fi, whatever you have at your house, whatever you know, uh, at your office, wherever you're growing at. You know, if you already got Wi-Fi there, your your coconut will work. You just yeah. plug it in, uh, uh, hook up the app, uh, add each. Uh, add each of the little sensors to the app you know you can put them wherever you want label them whatever you want and there you go you're on your road to success to keep keep an eye on your environment which is key another big thing you know we're we're real key on ph but another huge thing is environment so i think that's what we're going to go over next time on our next show is environment you know what to keep your room temperatures at what to keep your humidity at why ipm you know just to make sure you're growing good cannabis you, you really need to keep good care of your of your uh, environment you know yep. that was a totally cold dab let me heat that up again be healthy guys healers not dealers yeah shit you know it uh, yep yeah uh-huh. get, get with the gadgets you know nothing's ever going to replace the farmer's hands but there is no truth to you can't grow from your phone. This is the guy. End of the show is coming. He just starts rambling shit off. I'm he flexing my muscles. He's all stretching. Doesn't. Uh, you talk to too say. much, bro. You talk to. We every time you talk, you start yeah. rambling. What do you got to say? Well, you fucking keep blazing. Nerd. Stay amazing, nerd. And then you don't say anything. Go, I just said it. I want to dab. You're hogging all the fucking. Well, weed. you gotta heat it up again, dude. Shit, hogging the microphone. What, you think that friendly frog shit is free? You gotta heat it up. You gotta do everything, man. My friendship is free. Your friendship is free. Oh, man, this shit cracks me up. I love you, Dan. You like that shit, though, huh? I do. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys, for listening. If you are listening out there, we appreciate it. Our second episode right here. Probably a pretty long one, but uh, hopefully it was informational for you guys. Had a lot of information on it. Hopefully you kind of get the rundown on why pH is important, what to pH it to. Man, you're funny. Manny, don't shut the fuck up. Yeah, Manny, Silent Manny's over here. Trimmer dudes, thanks for being quiet. Appreciate it. We're going to roll out of here with a little bit of more, yeah. some one soul guys. Appreciate them. Uh, big shout out to them uh, for giving, letting us use their our music in their, uh, letting them Use their music in our podcast. We appreciate it, guys. Go find them wherever you can find them, whether it's iTunes. Where, where, where do you guys find your music at? Google Music? Everywhere. You know, I'm pretty sure they're everywhere. Uh, not on Pandora, unfortunately, but find them wherever you can. They're awesome. Special thanks to Brad from High Expectations for being late today. Always not late. interrupting the show. Thanks, bro. Yeah, thanks for not showing up yet. We appreciate it. <laughs> no, we love you. Make sure we can hey, get we a show get done at least. We got his music out here for his band. Or, uh, he doesn't want know. it. They're too good. Guys they is, want money, man. You know. These one soul dudes, they're fucking rocking it, man. They just want their name out just as much as we want our name uh, out there for I'm good vibes. Oh, good yeah. shit, man. The more the merrier, bro. Hell yeah. Maybe we can get them all together and they can play a show together. Right on. <laughs> we appreciate it, guys. Super excited about thanks that. Thanks for listening. Stay blazing. Keep blazing. Stay amazing.
guy I think Carlos healers not dealers healers. did I already say that you said that like three times <laughs> already fourth phase of water oh man I oh, appreciate wait, no. it guys okay here's one thing I gotta say <laughs> that the water that's in your body is not actually H2O2 it's called H3O2 that it actually takes a new form because it actually purifies itself inside bro, the body. Bro, bro. And so the water you're excreting is the bad water and the and your body is actually keeping the good water in inside you. And that's where your memories are. The spirit lies in the water. In the water. There. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. This is One Soul. Live for today. Have a good one, guys. Let's roll out. Mad props to the trim crew for supporting us today, putting up with us. Without you, we would never get any of this done. Much love.